the news came out even recently this week from the online publication Christian Headlines and says just a couple weeks after announcing that he is no longer a Christian, former pastor and author Joshua Harris has been spotted at an LGBT pride event in Vancouver, Canada, posting about the event on his Instagram Harris uploaded pictures of himself wearing a gay pride shirt and eating rainbow-colored donuts. How do you explain how something like this happens? This isn't like sort of changing on a doctrinal issue like, you know, now I believe in old earth versus young earth. I mean, that's a major issue, of course. But, I mean, this seems like a complete departure from everything he stood for and lived for for almost his entire life. So I'm probably less optimistic about him returning. You know, when I when I hear the call for caution from the Gospel Coalition guys, I, I don't know that this is simply a short-term wandering on the part of Joshua Harris. It sounds to me like, and this is a guy who's been pretty savvy with the use of, of public platforms and especially social media, Instagram. So when he goes public with something like this, mm-hmm. it, it, it tells me he's been planning a, this kind of a departure for quite some time. And he could do it quietly if he wanted to, but it seems to me that he's making a point here. There's a TEDx Harrisburg talk. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. It's a video, but it's called Strong Enough to be Wrong. Uh, it's kind of like his mea culpa back uh, back in 2017, November of 2017, mea culpa about Ike is dating a bi, where he's kind of talking publicly about where he was wrongheaded. And, and it you know, obviously he's not offering a a corrective, a positive instruction about, here's what I think the Bible really teaches. He's just basically picking apart his own stuff. Interestingly, he begins that talk by describing his thinking at a time when he, and this is what he says about himself. He says, quote, I was 20 years old. I was young. I was religiously zealous. I was certain, and I was restlessly ambitious. Describing himself that way, he begins the TED talk this way. He tells the audience, I could take you to the exact spot in my parents' living room in Gresham, Oregon, where I knelt down and I prayed this prayer, God, let me write a book that will change the world. Hmm. And, And then Harris cautioned everyone in the audience. He said, be careful what you pray for. So just to be clear, God had already written a book that changed the world. Mm. I think it ought to be every Christian's restless ambition to point the world back to that book, uh, to the central figure in that book, who's God. Our restless ambition as Christians ought to be to point everybody to the central message of the book, which is redemption, (laughs) reconciliation to God through Christ. But then when Harris talks about, be careful what you pray for, he's basically baptizing what I would call, at the very least, misguided ambition driven by youthful zeal, or at very worst, a selfish ambition. He's baptizing that young ambition with God's blessing for its success as an answer to prayer. So now that he's renounced the Christian faith, I'm guessing that his views on those early prayers of his as he's described his own motivation as religious zeal, restless ambition, I think he's probably taking now a pretty pretty much a cynical view, an unbelieving perspective on the whole thing. He probably sees the book's success had more to do with with that dry kindling in, in a, in a quote-unquote purity culture, fundamentalism that represses natural sexual impulses of Christian youth. So he, he probably looks at it now as those fires had already been lit. His book just poured fuel on the fire, and there's a well-oiled publishing and marketing 
machine and evangelicalism that fired that thing into a, a raging inferno. Everybody's making money. Young people getting encouraged to be pure. Harris is scoring interviews, elevated to speaking platforms. He's selling more books. And so when I hear him now uh, in that survival documentary he produced, I survived, I kissed dating goodbye. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how he comes across now is jaded, cynical, kind of done with the whole thing. But I think that origin story, as he tells it, really provides interesting insight into his heart and motives. We hope you gained from this short take of the Christian Worldview radio program. To hear the full program and further connect with this ministry, visit thechristianworldview.org. I'm David Wheaton.